Hi, counseling friends. Are you wondering why you should join the Perks Counseling Content Club? Well, first, it's your one-stop shop for all counseling resources. Imagine having everything from interactive tools and templates to complete Tier 1, 2, and 3 curriculum kits at your fingertips. Plus, it offers a fantastic community support system and professional development opportunities tailored just for school counselors. So if you're ready to revolutionize your counseling game, join the club today. Trust me, it's a game changer. To join, just go to www.perkscontentclub.com. You're listening to the Counselor Chat Podcast, a show for school counselors looking for easy to implement strategies, how-to tips, collaboration, and a little spark of joy. I'm Carol Miller, your host. I'm a full-time school counselor and the face behind Counseling Essentials. I'm all about creating simplified systems, data-driven practices, and using creative approaches to engage students. If you're looking for a little inspiration to help you make a big impact on student growth and success, you're in the right place because we're better together. Ready to chat? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Counselor Chat Podcast. I'm Carol, your host, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I hope you are enjoying the rest of your summer break for those of you that are still enjoying summer. If you started back to work, I hope the start of the school year has been a joyous one. Before we really dive in deep today, I thought I'd read you a little podcast review that came in rather recently from Erica M. Lianos which is titled Essential Tips I Can Implement. Erica writes in, I'm so excited for this podcast. As a new school counselor, I find it difficult to plan activities and groups as I overthink and overcomplicate. Hearing this podcast has helped me realize how simplified I can be, yet still have a meaningful impact on our students' learning. Thank you, Carol. Well, Erica, thank you so much for that sweet review. It really does mean a lot. And if you are listening and you haven't left a review yet, I would really appreciate it if you could drop a little review, just open up Apple Podcasts, go to the Counselor Chat Podcasts page, scroll down a little bit, and right about halfway in the page, you'll find leave a review. Your reviews help other school counselors find this podcast, and it helps me get into the ears of more people. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, I would really appreciate it. But let's get on to our business today, because today we are really talking about why we should introduce ourselves as the school counselor at the beginning of the school year. I mean, when I was working in the middle school and the high school, and people would tell me, oh, yeah, I'm going to go into classes and tell students what I would do or what I do, I would just look at them and think, they're in like 11th grade. What do you mean they don't know what you do? Like, they should know what you do by now. And it really wasn't until I really started taking a critical look at what my students did know about what I did and what they didn't know that I really started to understand the value and importance of introducing myself as their school counselor and really kind of going over and explaining the roles that I have in the school building. But there are actually more reasons for introducing yourself as a school counselor besides 
helping students understand your role. The first thing is really that it helps to build rapport. You know, because by introducing yourself, you really initiate the process of building a positive relationship with your kids. When students feel comfortable and connected to you, they're more likely to seek support and open up about their concerns and their challenges. I mean, do we expect them to come to us if they don't know who we are, where we're located, what we do? So it's really such an important piece of building that rapport. It also lets students be aware of the available support because some students may not be aware of the counseling services offered at the school or really what your role is. And introducing yourself helps kids understand what resources are available to them and the specific ways in which you can really support their well-being, their academic success, and their personal growth. It also helps us to establish trust. The initial introduction that we have creates really a foundation of trust between us and the kids. And when students know who you are, what your role entails, and how you can assist them, assist them, they're more likely to trust you with that sensitive information when they need guidance the most. It also helps normalize help-seeking behaviors. I mean, after all, we live in a world where asking for help isn't the norm. And so when we introduce ourselves, we normalize having kids understand that if they need help, that it's okay to ask. And it's not only acceptable, but we encourage it. By proactively reaching out to our kids, we can help break down any stigmas or barriers that might prevent them from seeking support when they're facing some serious challenges. And after all, who can use a little extra support? Asking or introducing ourselves also helps us to set expectations. Because when we introduce ourselves, we can also communicate the expectations and the boundaries of the counseling relationship. This might include explaining our confidentiality policy, what the limits of confidentiality are, how they can schedule appointments, what kinds of problems that we can actually assist with, and which ones might actually be above our heads. And it could also provide some pretty clear expectations that can really help us create a more efficient and effective counseling process. So now that we know why it's so important to introduce ourselves, let's dig a little deeper and talk about how we can introduce ourselves to our kids. I think it all starts really with having a personal introduction. I mean, if we can share a little bit about ourselves personally, besides just our name, maybe a little bit about our background, what experiences that we have, it's really going to help students understand our expertise and our qualifications. One of the ways that as a middle school counselor, I would introduce myself was we would have these classes, particularly health class. So every fifth grade student had to take health and fifth grade was our building was a five through eight building. And so when the kids would come in, they would go to health and the health teacher would bring them over, walk them to where my office was. And I had a, a beautiful little suite room at the time. So I had an office and this beautiful suite with a conference table and place for running groups and 
I had couches and it was a really nice spot. And so the health teacher would bring our kids there and I would introduce myself, tell them how they could come and see me, how to schedule an appointment, if they needed to miss a class, what should they do, all that really kind of basic stuff. But I also would talk to them about what confidentiality meant, why it was important to them, and the things that I might have to break confidentiality for. You know, like if they wanted to harm themselves or harm someone else, or if harm was being done to them, so that they understood what those rules were. After I kind of explained my role and all that kind of stuff, I would actually play a tic-tac-toe game with them. And this was really fun. I would split the class up into two groups and I would have these big circular pieces cut out. And um, on one side of the circular piece was an X and another one, there would be O's. And on the backs of those pieces, the game pieces, there would be questions about what my role was. And it might say something like, true or false. If you were having a problem with a teacher, your school counselor, and you told your school counselor, your school counselor would tell then tell your teacher what the problem was without you knowing about it. True or false? <laughs> so it would just say things like this, usually scenario questions, but it really helped the kids to really understand what I did. And I think it built a lot of trust as well. And so they would have to answer those questions before they could put their X or O on the little tic-tac-toe board that I made, usually on the whiteboard. So that was one way. With my upper elementary kiddos, I might play a similar type of game to the tic-tac-toe, but it would be bingo. And each square on their tic or on their bingo board would have one of my roles. And we kind of would play and I will discuss the roles as we play. With my little teeny tiny tots, I might go in with my Mrs. Potato Head. I love my Mrs. Potato Head. She's really cute. She has blonde hair. And I would go in and with Mrs. Potato Head all decked out and I'd bring it in and I would try to explain my role according to Mrs. Potato Head. So we would look at her eyes and what do you think Mrs. Potato Head uses her eyes for? Well, to see, okay, so what are the things that the school counselor is going to be looking for? And so we would talk about that. Or her ears, she uses her ears to listen. So what are some of the ways that Mrs. Potato Head or your counselor would listen to you? And whether or not you have a Mrs. Potato Head, there are lots of other ways that you can introduce yourself and your role to the students in your building. You could simply just go in and talk to them about who you are and what you do. Maybe put together a little PowerPoint so that you have some visuals above their head as well. At the high school level, it's really a great idea to introduce yourself to the students just so that they know how they can expect to see you during their time at the high school. So whether you... And this is important, I think, whether you are the sole counselor in your high school building or if you have maybe a section of a grade or a section of the alphabet, your kids need to know, are you going to be going into classes? How can you help them with maybe their college applications or their uh, their career exploration? 
and discovery and how can they get to the career of their choice, as well as what are some of the other things that you might be able to help them with? Are you going to be helping them sign up for AP exams or SATs or ACTs? Can they see you for things for general counseling as well? So you need to do some sort of an introduction, no matter whether you're with kindergartners all the way up through high school. And even if you're in the high school level and you're in your senior year or working with seniors in their senior year, it's really great to let them know some of the things that they can expect your help with. The whole college process is just a piece of it, as well as all the testing that might be required or checking in on their graduation requirements or just for planning for what's after high school. So it really is important to really establish and explain your role. Another great way to just introduce yourself to your students is to create a warm welcome for them. And what I mean by this is it's up to you to really create a warm and inviting atmosphere and express your excitement and your enthusiasm to seeing them each day. So stand in the hallway, stand outside your door, stand by the front door and greet them as they come in. It's also a great way, especially if you're in a larger building, to try to learn names. Because let's face it, if you're one counselor for 600 students, it's going to be pretty hard to remember all of those names. But the more times you see them, the easier it's going to be. I would just say, when they come in, ask them their name. And if you have to ask them more than once, it's okay, because you're trying to learn. But if you go days and days and days without knowing their name and just saying hi, it's not going to, you're going to remember their face, but it's not going to help you build those personal relationships. So make sure you stop them, ask something about themselves and try to make that connection. When you are introducing yourselves to students, building that trust and establishing that confidentiality, what you need to keep private, what you need to share with others, and having a safe space so that they can feel comfortable opening up is really important. Let's go back to my kindergarten kids. They're brand new to the building. They don't know what a school counselor really is or what they do. So with these younger grades, I also like to take them on a little field trip. I go into classes. I don't have my own classroom. So it's really important that my students take a little field trip and we take a field trip to the counseling office. So I just walk them from one end of the building to where I am. Even though my room is pretty tiny and I do share an office, I let them see me and um, Mrs. Murat, just so that they know who we are and where we can be found. Another thing to start the year off when you're introducing yourselves to your students is not to just introduce yourselves to them, but also to share your availability, your contact information, and how people can get a hold of you to their parents, their caregivers, and to your teachers. Whether you are a first-year counselor or you've been doing this for a really long time, there's always somebody new, somebody who who doesn't know your role, what it is you're doing, what your schedule is going to look like. And as a first-year counselor, you may not know what your schedule looks like, and that's that's okay. But sooner or later, you will. And you want to be able to share that as soon as you possibly can. 
I know one of the things that I do each year is I do a lot of classroom lessons, but I also have my groups and I have students that I see individually. And I put them all down in my calendar. I create a calendar specifically to share. And so I will put down every single classroom lesson. My teachers know when I have lessons, when and which classrooms I will be in. They also know when I have groups. Now, I don't share who's in the group, but I might say fourth grade group meets from 1110 to 1150. And fifth grade group meets from 1010 to 1050. So I will have times in there and I will put those that information in. I'll also put if I have counseling for an individual counseling and I just put counseling on the on the schedule. And I do that each month. And each month I give my teachers a new schedule. And I give that to my the, my principal, our school psychologist, and uh, our secretaries as well, so that they know where to find us. And that's really important because kids, they need to know where we are and their teachers need to know how they can help them get to see us. So share that information. With parents, it's also a great idea to let them know what your availability is as well. Now, you're not going to share with them a whole calendar, but what you may share with them is, hey, I'm in a lot of classroom lessons during the course of the day. So walk-ins aren't generally helpful because I never know where I'm going to be. But if you want to schedule an appointment, I do usually have some time first thing in the morning, or I have times in late afternoon, or with enough advance notice, I might be able to switch some things around to fit into your schedule. And the best way to maybe contact me isn't through phone message, but through email. You can share all this in a little newsletter and send that out to your parents right from the beginning. If you're working with high schoolers, you might want to send them a little information about when you can meet or when you can't meet. But regardless, I think it's always a good idea to let them know if you don't respond right away, it's because you're typically busy, but you will try to get back to them within a certain amount of time. All in all, it's so important for us to really look at a strategy or strategies that we can use to really effectively introduce ourselves to our students so that we can foster a really positive connection and we can really start to establish a supportive environment that is really conducive to their well-being and their academic success. So while I at one point didn't think that introducing myself was really important, I really do now see the benefits. And I hope that my little explanation today helps you see some of those benefits as well. If you are looking for some lessons, I will have some links in the show notes once again, so that you can see some ideas for meet the counselor lessons or ideas to help introduce yourself to your students, to parents, to your teachers. I'll drop those all in the show notes. And if you are doing some cool things, maybe that I haven't talked about, I would love for you to send me a DM so that I can hear some of the creative ways that you introduce yourselves to your students. Anyway, friends, I can't wait till we chat again. Until next time, have a great week.
Thanks for listening to today's episode of Counselor Chat. All of the links I talked about can be found in the show notes and at counselingessentials.org forward slash podcast. Be sure to hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Want to connect? Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Counseling Essentials. Until next time, can't wait till we chat. Bye for now.